Hey guys, it's Miller here and welcome to another episode of The King Within. So today, what I wanted to talk to you guys about are three vitally important traits that you need to bring up within yourself as a man if you want to have any chance of being able to improve yourself in the future. Let me ask you this question to start off with. Do you ever feel like you're in this kind of glass room where everyone on the outside of you just gets it? Everyone else is happy. Everyone else is, you know, having a great life and you're just on the inside, the man who doesn't get it, the man who's been hard done by, the man who has a shit relationship with his ex, doesn't see his kids and, you know, with his friends and family, is segregated and separated and you feel fucking isolated. You feel alone. You feel like the world is against you. Have you ever felt like that? Well, I know for myself that I definitely have felt like that, especially when it comes to social interactions, like socially going out. Sometimes I would go out and feel like everyone else is in the cool group except for me. I'm somehow in this like, everyone else has got their mad swagger. Everyone else has got their mad connections and clicks that they're in, except for me. I'm the one who's sitting there in the corner with this glass box around me, unable to connect with these other people on this quote unquote cool level. But it manifests in other ways. Like you feel like you see a family and you know, every other man gets it in this world except for you or you go to work and everyone else is is just seemingly so successful except for you. What are the things that you need to bring to this world if you're going to have any chance of cracking through that glass ceiling, let's say, or, you know, the, the, the glass that's around you preventing you from accessing this kind of power that these other people have? Well, the first one, the first trait that I want you guys to think about is a willingness to put yourself in, in, in uncomfortable situations. And this is, you know, it's counterintuitive, right? Because they're like, well, no, I've just been through the breakup and my fucking world's been turned upside down. A bomb's gone off. And now you want me to make myself even more uncomfortable. Yes, (laughs) that's right. You know, they say the saying, you know, you need to push your comfort zone, step out of your comfort zone. When you do that, that's when you're going to grow. Like it's fucking cliche. We've all heard it before, but it is very true. It's very true, but most people don't do it. Because when push comes to shove with most people and most men, when they feel that fear response where their heart's beating, they get that stomach churn, they feel that little Oh, for me, it's like this pressure in my rib cage, you know, at the front of your chest there. When you feel that, you go back into default known habits. You go back to that place of safety, of what's known, what's familiar. And I think I've said it before on this podcast, but one of the biggest things that men and, and women want is for things to stay familiar, for the known for things to be predictable, for, th- for when they go to interact with someone, they want it to be predictable because that leads to safety, right? But there needs to be, if you want to improve, if you want to grow, there needs to be a willingness to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. 
So that means if things are going shit with your ex, you go and talk. You purposefully go and talk about whatever it is that you need to say, right? You don't stay in fear. You put yourself out there. You have that hard conversation with your kids that that they need to have. Maybe they're coming up into the teens. You don't run away. You have that conversation with your boss. You go out and you try and meet new women. Being uncomfortable, putting yourself out there on a limb. It's a fucking important trait that you need to cultivate within yourself. And ultimately what it means to me is actually developing courage. Okay. The courage to feel the fear that you have for whatever uncomfortable situation you might be moving towards, but then doing it anyway. When every fucking part of your body is telling you to stop, to not do it, to self-preserve, you do it anyway. You don't listen. And in developing that courage is one trait that I think is very lacking for many men. Because without the courage, guys, you will never change. And it's kind of funny. Like, I don't know, for me, whenever I heard of courage, I think of like fairy tales. The knight in shining armor had to have courage. But how does that relate to me as a man in this day and age? I'm not fighting a fucking dragon. Why do I need courage? I'm not going to war. Why do I need courage? Well, the war and the dragon are there every single day if you if you so choose to face it right the the war and the dragon if if you're just sitting at home and you're going to work and doing your fucking 40 hours a week is the things that scare you which means going after what you want going and investing in a coach going and and, and investing in a a business idea that you that you're thinking about is going and asking that girl out on a date is going and having that hard conversation. That is the dragon in this day and age. So courage, guys. Courage. The second thing is an ability to cope with insecurities being pushed repeatedly, okay? Not just once or twice, repeatedly. And your ability to cope with insecurities being pushed will ultimately determine your success in whatever shape or form that is for you in your life. Because if you can't be okay with not feeling good and not knowing what the outcome is going to be, let's say, then you will again be stuck in a fear state. You'll be stuck going back into old repeated patterns of, of, of examples and times where you didn't follow through on shit, right? So if you want something to change, men, you need to cultivate an ability to cope with your insecurities being pushed. Meaning, if you have an insecurity about meeting women, go out and put yourself in that situation and the first one of the first things you say is, you know, I've got kids, you know, if you fucking feel like you've got this damaged goods thing going on, right? Going out there and pitching your idea to someone who maybe wants to invest in your thing. Putting yourself out there, putting a face to a name and, and standing up and being someone out there on social media. 
going up to your ex and talking about something that is fearful for you, like um, her being right about something about you that you, you know, that you're a bad person in some way, shape or form, right? Going and talking to her about that. Pushing your insecurities, guys, because until you can work through those insecurities, they will control you, okay? They will control you. Your insecurities will control you. And what you'll find will happen are that you'll, you'll find justifications, rationale, reasons, excuses, which will seem totally understandable, totally reasonable within your mind for things that you won't be doing, if that makes sense, right? So let's say you've got that, you've got that business idea that, or you're that side gig that you want to try and, try and start up. Well, you might have that idea and you might have a day of, fuck, I feel good. Fuck, I feel like I want to really attack that thing. Then you may go through a, you might see someone getting slammed on social media and be like, fuck, I don't know if I can do this. No, no, now's not the right time. Now's not the right time to start this business because i got a lot of other shit on and I just, you know, it, I need to give it my 100%. You know, I need to, I'm a perfectionist and I need to go and just make sure every all my ducks are in alignment before I go and do this thing. It's just, no, that's a smart thing to do. It's just the right thing to do at the moment, you know, because look, I just, you know, I've got a lot of shit on, okay? Totally justified opinion. Totally justified rationale, rationalization for why you haven't gone and started that business. The insecurity was that you saw someone else getting fucking slammed or something on social media. And so you're fearful that that same thing would happen to you. So if you can't face that insecurity, it will control you. It may not do it directly, but you'll tell yourself stories to make it real. You tell yourself why. And both, again, with that one is about courage of looking your insecurities in the face and going in and facing them. Now, the thing with both of those first two uh, lessons there, guys, is that you can't just throw yourself into the fire, so to speak, and just be like, ah, and go there and like, you know, jump into the, the river. Let's say it's like a cold river. You can't just throw yourself into that cold river and just like forget your conscious thought or you or being present in that. You can't just jump in there and be like, ah, I'm here. I'm, I'm talking to you about my worries. Da, 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 I'm out. Because if you don't be present, if you aren't present through that, you know, that fear journey, right? When you go and step over the threshold, if you're not present there, then you're not going to take the lessons. You're not going to take the learnings from what they're there to teach you, right? You'll just be like, ah, one crazy kamikaze mission after another. So there must be a level of presence there So and staying somewhat normal. So it's like when you have that conversation with your ex or, you know, that quote-unquote argument and she's going off the handle, you have to sit in it. You have to be present in it. When your heart's pounding and you're breathing fast, your palms are sweaty, you have to sit there and be present and, and, and sit in the fear. Look in the fucking mouth of the fiery dragon and navigate it, right? Because if you can't do that, you will never take the lesson and you will never learn and nothing will change. So courage, 
develop the courage, but also stay present. Stay present to the moment about what it is that's going on. The third thing is an ability to decode and interpret feedback. Okay, And I think for me personally, this skill has probably been the my most beneficial and rewarding skill that I have within me that has led to the best outcomes and results in my life. Because for me, I think that comes a little bit naturally to me because I can reflect on situations. I take my, my own opinion out of things and I say, what can I take from this? A healthy level of questioning about you as a man. And it can do your own head in, right? Because it can get stuck in my head and it can go around and around in circles and it can go down rabbit holes and that's something that I have to deal with. You may be similar, you may not. But an ability to decode and interpret feedback is a crucial, crucial skill. Asking yourself, what did I learn about myself through this? What did I learn about other human beings through this? Because your experiences that you have in your life are the best lessons that you could ever learn. But what do we do? We take the opinions of others. We take the movies that we see, the music that we listen to, the things that we see on TV, and we take those things as if what that's, that's the way to live our life. And it's just not fucking true. There are some fundamental truths about life that occur that are just not true. I'll use some as an example. That as long as I'm honest, respectful, uh, and do everything that my partner wants me to do, and as long as I put every, uh, I put food on the table, and I make sure I'm earning money, that things will be okay, and that I'll get in return the same level of respect and decency from her. Not true, right? If you've been scorn, scorned by a woman and you've been in that situation where you feel like you've done everything within your power to do the right thing, and then some way, some reason, somehow, she's like, you know, left you, or, you know, you feel like you did everything that you were meant to do, the, the way that you were brought up to be as a man, you did everything, and yet she's fucking left you and like fucked you over financially. There you go. It doesn't always work that way. Why? That's the beautiful lesson in there. Another one. Just because I have a house, uh, money in the bank, uh, a few toys, <laughs> a wife, a couple of kids, white picket fence and a dog, that I'll be happy. That those things determine happiness. Not fucking true. And any man who has gotten those things and achieved those things, but yet gotten to the end of it and been like, well, I was happy for a few weeks after I bought my house. I'm happy when I'm on holidays and a couple of weeks after, but everything in between, I'm fucking not happy. What's going on? And then you burn your life to the ground. <laughs> you start doing stupid shit. You start looking for thrills. You start, you know, searching and, and na- trying to navigate. Well, what actually does make me happy if it's not these things? And then you burn your life to the ground and you'll be like, well, what now? Now I try and rebuild that or what is it? Right? And in there, you realize that those things don't equal happiness. And then that is a beautiful question to ask yourself and a beautiful journey to go on. 
So those three things, guys, are fundamental, okay? A willingness to be put in uncomfortable situations, an ability to cope with insecurities, being pushed repeatedly and developing the courage that you need to go through both of those whilst staying present and an ability to decode and interpret feedback that you're getting from the experiences you're having in your life. Honestly, guys, those three things, if you do those consistently, you work on those skills, you will lead a happier life. That, I promise. And ultimately, what those three things mean, are they are going on a deep dive into your own person, okay? The journey within. It's essential, guys. Like, if you're not, if you can't, you cannot and will not change or improve your life if you don't do the deep dive and the journey within. Like, you just will not, okay? You start, you don't work on your beliefs, you know, being present, working on the things, uh, you know, the, the, the traumas that you've had in your life that are leading to the way you come across to people. Maybe you're a bit closed off. You don't open up to people easily. You don't trust them because of the things that you've been through. Beliefs about women generally, about your ex, uh, about the, the world is against men, single fathers. If you don't work on those stuff, those things, you will not change your external world. And that's the thing there, guys. That's where why they say that your internal world, your external world is a reflection of your internal world because how you come across into this world is a reflection of how people interact with you. It's a thing, it's it, your beliefs, your what you focus on determine your engagement with the world. It's the interface, right? It's the lens that you view the world through. And if you can't work on that stuff, then you will never see the good shit. You'll never see the possibilities that there are out there. You know, I've had a mentor once tell me, you know, it's not that there are no opportunities out there. It's just that you can't see them right now. There's always that beautiful job opportunity that is, which is just around the corner. It's always there. But until you can shift your focus, you'll never see it. So again, guys, I want you to play to win. Okay? Offensive. Gary V talks about going on the offensive. Don't play to not lose, which means not starting that business idea because you're scared it's going to fail and just going to the, the, the mundane fucking monotonous thing. Play to win. Life rewards courage. Life rewards taking a chance. Even if it fucking doesn't work, you know something that didn't work. So guys, if you've connected with any of this on this podcast today, I want to let you know about a program I'm literally launching on the 17th of June, which is next Monday. And inside of that, are going to be a... Because look, I created what I would have wanted when I, after I went through a breakup. After I went through a breakup, I was like, I lost my health. I was scared of the family law system, so I didn't know what the fuck to do with it. I didn't know a bomb had just gone off, and I'm like, well, what steps forward do I do now? So I've put everything in the one place so that you don't have to worry about that. I've created a number of programs which give you step-by-step what to focus on each week. There's health and fitness advice from a guy I've partnered with. 
I partnered with a lawyer who's given us like 15 plus hours of, of webinar footage, video training on mediation, parenting plans, uh, financially separating, going to court, heaps of shit for a fraction of the fucking price, guys. If you're interested in joining this, then to jump on it early, because there'll be a massive discount for those who do, jump over to my Instagram page and send me a DM. It's at Miller Montgomery, M-I-L-L-A-R, Montgomery send me a DM, let me know. If you connected with any of my shit in the past, this is the place to be, okay? So let me know. Hope this helped. Talk soon.